Hey everyone, I'm Lauren. And I'm Lindsay. And this oh. is Swearing Mamas. <laughs> Welcome back, mamas. And um, Kat Bondi. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast where we share the good, the bad, and the sweary. Today's episode is a little bit about, and by a little bit, I mean, I really only have one conspiracy theory. <laughs> and I feel like we might get backlash on it because I know it is a serious test. However, for me, it was more of a conspiracy theory. And then we're going to lead into another topic that. We kind of hinted towards. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting. We'll get there later. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. So I guess we'll start with the conspiracy theory. So everyone knows that that lovely, I don't even know, glucose test, I think is what it's called. Yes. I think that's it. Where you drink the very sugary, either orange or fruit punch um, drink, and you wait an hour and get your blood taken. And if you fail that test, you have to do the the dreaded three-hour test. So I have a conspiracy theory about that because in my personal experience, I did the actual one-hour test. I went in and didn't eat anything all day and went into my appointment, drank the drink, got my blood taken, and I failed by... I think no more than five points. It wasn't, I didn't fail by much, but I failed. So they said we had to come back in. I had to take the three hour test, which let me tell you, whew, that was a long one. Um, but so for the three hour test, for those of you who don't know, they take your blood, then you drink the drink, you wait an hour, they take your blood again, you wait an hour, they take your blood again, you wait an hour. As you can guess it, they take your blood again, and then you're on your way. Um, so they take your blood four times, and you're not allowed to eat anything or drink anything for the whole time, not even water. You're not allowed to drink. Um, so I decided to go first thing when the place opened because I knew I wasn't going to be able to make it long without eating because I'm now more pregnant than I was when you take the normal test. So I go and I take the test and um, they take my blood and it was reading normal and I drink the drink. This time I chose the fruit punch instead of the orange. I don't know if maybe that's the, the conspiracy. Um, but so I take the three other tests and you have to wait to get the results. Meanwhile, I um, am thinking I am a terrible parent and that I'm going to have to take my blood after every meal or before every meal and be technically like have like I have diabetes during being pregnant. It really stressed me out and really upset me. Like when they called me and told me I failed the test, I actually called my husband home from work because I thought I was like, I just, I was so upset. And so they finally called me with my three hour results and I passed every single test with flying colors. I never got close to being over nothing, like at all. So I wasted all this time working myself up, stressing over this test, and it literally amounted to nothing. And so that is my conspiracy theory because I don't understand how I go from failing it to passing every single one. Like it even passed the one hour one, which I failed originally. So it's like, it was just super, 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 super stressful. And I feel not needed. Like, I feel like if you fail it, maybe you have to do like another one hour test a couple weeks later, but the three hour test was just excruciatingly hard. And then just to get the call saying you failed and have to take the test and they expect you to take it that day when they call you. 
And meanwhile, they didn't call me till three o'clock in the afternoon and you can't have eaten for the three hour test. Like you're allowed to eat before the one hour test, but you can't eat before the three hour. And the lady was like, she called me at three and she was like, so you failed the test. So can you go tonight? Like right now? And I'm like, no, I literally, it's three o'clock. I've had breakfast, a snack, lunch, a snack. Like (laughs) (laughs) I ate a lot. Um, But I was just like, no I can't do it right now like so after that phone call I hung up called my husband and was so upset so that is why I think it is all just a ploy to get you to spend more money because let me tell you you spend money yeah or I maybe they are taking your blood it's your blood that they want I've had this thought that, like, maybe the vampires. Vamp- mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I, like, actually well, read a book about this. Well, so apparently when you're dehydrated, your blood doesn't flow correctly. And um, after the first hour, so they had already taken my blood twice after the first hour. And every time they switched which arm they took my blood from, so they weren't taking it from the same one. And after the first hour, for the second and third hour, they literally had to prick me like 20 times because they couldn't get my blood to flow at all. And I was like, I'm just dead. I'm a vampire, guys. Like, just let it go. (laughs) Let me go. (laughs) They're like, honey, I can't do that. And I'm like, I really wish you could. (laughs) Because I'm hungry and I'm thirsty and I want to go home and eat a chocolate cake. (laughs) I was so scared I wasn't going to be able to eat cake anymore during my pregnancy, bypass my test. Yeah, I was so upset. I mean, like, I didn't really crave sweets. I was more on the salty side, like, French fries were my best friend. So I wasn't really upset that I couldn't have sugar, in a sense. But it was just the fact that when you're told you can't have something is when you want it. Yeah. Like, when I got the call and they were like, oh, you failed the sugar test, blah, 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 I immediately just wanted to drown my sorrows in a jar of ice cream. Like, <laughs> I just wanted to eat everything that was sweet. I was like, wow, I was not craving this until you told me I can't have it and now I want everything. Just give it all. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me. So that is my conspiracy, if you will. <laughs> or my just personal opinions on the test. We'll take it that way. Um, but this does lead into a very topic that we're going to get a lot of hate on. Go ahead. Tell your, your grocery story. Okay. Uh, well, I was in the grocery store the other day and we, we were already planning this episode. We were planning a conspiracy episode and then it turns out that the only, uh, other conspiracies I could find when I was Googling was about Paw Patrol, um <laughs> there's conspiracy theories on paw patrol yeah i really wanted to tell it but i gotta be honest i don't know the whole paw patrol situation so i didn't feel confident Kai, well, there's conspiracy theories on caillou too are there well good good so anyway and so i was in the grocery store the other day and i was like checking out and i had a thing of puffs on the um conveyor belt and it was in a save a lot so and there's like this little like I don't want to say a little old lady but like this older like very southern lady and I was like so pumped to get up to the register and her be like hi hon how you doing today and I got up and she just like looked at me as if I were a ghost it was very creepy and she didn't say anything to me and um this man came up behind me and said something I didn't pay any attention I didn't know he was talking to me and I tried to say hi to her and she like didn't say anything she just looked at me very strangely and then this man repeated himself and I realized he was talking to me and he said how old is your little one and I was just kind of confused because I didn't have my son with me and then uh he pointed to the puffs and I was like oh uh he's seven months and he was like were there any complications and I was like, uh, no, he's uh, he's teething right now. And like, what do I say? He's seven months. Like, what? What does that mean? What complication? What, what are you talking about? Anyway, and so he was like, yeah, I was watching this documentary the other day, and there's been a decline in births. 
over the past such and such year and he like said some random percentage that sounded like a very high to me and I was just like oh yeah no everything was uh, fine he was like it's not just here either it's everywhere it's in China and I was like oh um yeah well luckily you know everything was good and he was like yeah well what happens is the mom gets the flu vaccine and then at 28 weeks she has a miscarriage and I was just like, oh, yeah, nope, uh, <laughs> we're good. And he's like, you know, I've only ever had the flu twice this past year, and I'm 50, and once when I was 14. And I was just like, yep, it was a bad year for the flu. And it was uh, very, very awkward. And then I just, like, left, like, what the hell? <laughs> That's fantastic. I know. And, like, I don't know. What about me told you that, like, you should come up and just start telling me your anti-vaccine conspiracy theories? Propaganda. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I I don't know. It's just kind of funny to me. But I was like, all right. Cool. So that does lead into today's episode. There's a bit of a disclaimer, if you will. Um, so this episode is on anti-vaxxing. And um, we are both pro-vaxxing. So this podcast will be very one-sided. Um, so if you are an anti-vaxxer, you might as well just click off right now because you're not going to like what you have to hear. Because we are very set in our ways, if you will. Yeah. So this may be a very triggering episode for you guys. Yeah. How do we want to start this? Well, I just want to start off by saying that, um, like, I read this other article that says if you are, like, really into the whole conspiracy things, you had a bad childhood, so... Oh, does that mean I've had a bad childhood? Yeah. Because I do love me some conspiracy theories. But also, like... Just not on anti-vaxxing. Yeah, and that's kind of... that's So that's kind of, like, I think what is bridging this for me is, like, where's the line between uh, a conspiracy theory, like, there's a bigger picture, versus vaccinating, which is common sense like what's hard for me about anti-vaxxing is it's common sense why you would get a vaccine and everything against it I don't like it doesn't outweigh to me the reasons why you would get it do you know what I mean yeah no I do know what you mean like I um as we'll see in one of our my tweets that I picked for today um I would much rather have my child, um, if the shots did cause autism, I would much rather have my child still be alive than dead because of polio, um, the mumps or the measles or any of that stuff. Like, I'd rather have my child be alive and still have a life than not have my child at all because of a disease that is curable or preventable, not curable. Preventable is the word I was trying to say. Um, when it comes to myself, I was born in the nineties. I got every, um, vaccine because the nineties was back before we had anti-vaxxers really. And it was, I got every single one. And because I got every single vaccine, I am 27 and never got the chicken pox. And I understand that I'm no longer protected by the chicken pox, but it's not so much a danger for me as it was when I was younger. Like, and if I continue to never have the chicken pox, I will also never get shingles, which is terrible for older people or just anybody who gets it. Like shingles is terrible, but you had to have the chicken pox in order to get shingles. And I haven't had chicken pox. So therefore I will not get that. And I think that's pretty cool. Like, I understand that um, also, like, I am against the flu shot. 
And that's just because with the flu shot, it's a guess of which flu it's going to be popular that year. And I personally just, I don't want it. My luck. I have the worst luck in the world as we will find out when you continue to learn more and more about me is I know that if the flu shot, they have strain A and D, I'm going to get the shot and then get strain B because that's my luck. So I don't get the flu shot. However, my son does. He gets every flu shot every year because he's two and he can't fight it the way I would be able to fight it. So yes, I as an adult don't get the vaccines that I should, but my child who is younger and his immune system isn't able to fight off the diseases or whatever you want to call them he does get all every single one I don't even fight the doctor I'm just she I go in she says hey he needs this and this and this and I would say okay I'll sign on the dotted line here you go yes so I just I I mm, I could bring personal information into this but I don't know who's going to listen to this one day so I don't want to (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's kind of and for me, too, a lot of the people in my life who are new moms, I don't know their stance on vaccines. And so I do hope that, like, if they listen to this, it's not an alienating episode um, because, obviously, at the end of the day, I love my mom friends. And I know that we don't all have the exact same parenting beliefs. Um, and the reason why the whole vaccine topic is so touchy though is because it affects other people you know so I do have a strong opinion most of my like you know if we were to have which we will one day episode about you know like what kind of foods you feed your baby like I'm not going to be pissed about what you feed your child I don't care you know like I might have an opinion what I think is best but I am not offended by your choice. However, with vaccinating, it affects other people. And that's why it's such like a hot emotional topic. Um, however, like I said, if this, if you are someone who's against vaccinating, that is in my life, at least, and I'm assuming you feel the same way, like, you know, I don't want you to be offended by the things that we're saying, but this is, this is how we feel. And this is why. And, you know, I have kept somewhat of an open mind when I've heard my anti-vax uh I don't want to say friends because I don't have any like friend friends but like Facebook friends you know mm-hmm. when I've heard those people like explain their beliefs and I've never once seen like a valid reason or a valid thought process you know yeah like I mean I mm... I I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, I understand your point of view. But like you said, I have been in a situation where I almost lost my son. And I never want to be in that position again. And if it's because that was not due to vaccine-related, however, at the end of the day, if it's something that I can pre- prevent, I'm going to do it at all costs. Um, yes. And it also comes to the sense of there are so many times where, and if it's against your, if it's against your religion or anything like that, that's fine. Like, but at least give people warning because some kids are so like newborns, they're so young, they aren't able to get the shots to be protected. And those diseases are terrible when they are so, so young and don't have the immune system. And if we as parents don't know that you don't vaccinate, it's like, if I bring my child around and your child happens to have something and your child's fighting it just fine with it, with it, without the vaccines, that's great. But my child cannot being at a newborn. Therefore I've read articles where people have lost their child, their newborns because other people, other parents did not vaccinate their children. And that's just ridiculous. Like it's self selfish and it, you shouldn't do it. Like I just, I don't understand. I really, I'm sorry. Like, I do judge people who don't vaccinate. <laughs> I will admit it. Like, I, yeah, that's just the one thing that you can prevent and you can stop. Like, 
for years we did it everyone was doing it like I know we're the sheep will like whatever follow the sheep whatever whatever. but it's like there's no proof that it doesn't do what it says it's doing like everything you do in life has side effects or the what ifs but it's like do you let that stop you like do you realize that you getting in a car you can get in a car accident and die, but that doesn't stop you from driving. Right. So why are you stopping giving your child something that can protect them and other children? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like my coworker brought up the fact that third world countries, they, they don't get vaccinated and look at what it's doing to them. Like their children are getting diseases that we don't have here in America. Like, so it's clearly working. We're clearly getting rid of right. these diseases. So why are you fighting it due, due to the whole autism thing? Like, I just don't understand. Like, and what is so wrong with having a child that's autistic over having a child that's dead? Like, I just don't get the correlation. Like, you'd much rather your child be dead than have autism? Like, what does that say about autistic people? Yeah. Like, you think so badly upon them that you much rather your child be dead than be one of, be something like them. That's terrible. Yeah, I agree. And I've seen a lot of, uh, more recently, um, some people I know who are, like, really into sharing this anti-vax stuff have kind of backed away from the autism thing. I think because so many people are coming out and saying it doesn't fucking do that. Um, And so now the new thing that I'm seeing is people sharing uh, about the ingredients. And and I'm like, yeah, that toxic chemical might be in there, but in such a small quantity and it's there for a reason, there's a live virus in in this shot. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, talking about how um, someone's like, you can't call yourself a vegan if you get a vaccine. And I'm like, I think you can make the exception that I'm surely there's a part of your car that has leather on it. Or, you know what I mean? Like, like, I think even as a vegan, (laughs) that doesn't go against your belief. And it's just... They, or because some people have an issue because, like, uh, certain vaccines were derived from stem cells. I'm like, there's not a dead fetus in your individual back vaccine. Stem cells from yeah, the 1950s. <laughs> the 1950s are when they first got the those original stem cells. It's not – they're not still, like, scavenging back alleys for your vaccine you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I I just but so like it's always weird things like that where I'm like that I mean that still is a really weak excuse I don't and like if it is curing the diseases which we've just said that it I mean not curing we both keep doing that preventing yes which we've just said obviously it is then what other motive like so are these people under the impression that the government or big pharma or whoever has created something good? Illuminati. Illuminati has created <laughs> something good that prevents diseases, but they've also put something bad in it. I don't understand. And then why? What's the thought process? Because if if their thought process is that we're going to go keep spending money at hospitals, then wouldn't they just not prevent diseases? They just let us get sick. Yeah. So I don't. I don't then, understand the thought process there. <laughs> and then everyone brings up like, well, back in the, the 60s and the 50s, they didn't prevent about this. And everyone, no, if you look at like, or like the biblical days, the lifespan of a, like, was so low, like so right. low. So it's like, you can't, like, what are you even talking about? Like our life expectancy has, it goes up every year. Like, and especially for children. It goes up exactly. And it the goes mortality up rate. For the fact that we have vaccines. Like we have right. we are medically oh I'm trying I'm trying to think of a word. Medically advanced. Advanced, yeah. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. I Well, and here's like another one 
So wouldn't you be terrified to have a baby if you lived back in the times of like yellow fever or like when the plague was rampant? Wouldn't you be scared that your baby would die? And a lot of the babies did die then. And so I think like when people are choosing not to take advantage of the medical advancements that we have, I mean, you're literally choosing to go live in those times. I'm like, that to me so that if that's what you're going to do then I feel like you should parent the way you would if you were living in those times which probably means you and your baby just shouldn't leave the house yeah like um I used to have a boss who was Korean actually you did too yeah um she they in Korea they like have huge one-year birthday celebration and when I mean huge I mean this woman dropped I can't tell you how much money on her daughter's one-year birthday. And that's just because kids in Korea apparently don't make it to age one. Like, if they make it to age one, it's a huge, like, it's a huge celebration because for so long, it was so hard to get your child to make it to one. Because they don't vaccinate. (laughs) Right. It all goes back to that. Like, you just, uh, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, and the amazing thing to me um, was, like, so I knew that these people existed, people who don't vaccinate their kids, but I thought that this was, like, celebrities, you know, and, like, probably weird (laughs) people, but what I learned after having a child is that this is, like, normal, everyday people, and there are so many of them. Um, I was on this Facebook group that I eventually had to leave because it was just like this terrible toxic mindset for me. And we'll talk about mom groups at another time. But uh, this particular one was like uh, uh, Tennessee moms for natural health. And like every mom in this group doesn't vaccinate. And it scared the shit out of me because I'm like, okay, so if I go out right now, anywhere where there's children with my new baby are there just none of these kids are going to be vaccinated like it's that many people like that scares me and um and what was really surprising to me is that the dynamic I expected going in would be um people like us who are like vaccinate your fucking children and then everyone who doesn't vaccinate would be sensitive about it and would be like apologetic about it no 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 it's like these people are like mean about it like I cannot tell you the negative things that these moms said about anyone who vaccinates their children and I remember the day that I left that group someone was talking about um hey I am gonna bring my baby into the church nursery and she's not vaccinated should I provide paperwork or do I need some kind of note or this this, and that and one of the other moms said, why would you? Your child is already healthier than any of the kids who are vaccinated. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I mean, clearly vaccinating your children, or I can speak on myself. My son is almost three and has only been sick once. And that was just because he was dehydrated. Like, we had a day at the pool and he didn't drink enough. He was drinking, but he didn't drink enough. So the next day he was sick and that was only a month ago. So my son went more than two and a half years without getting any sickness of any kind. So clearly they work. Clearly they're doing something. Yeah. And I did get the flu shot while I was pregnant and it was actually, and you know, mind you, your immune system is like kind of compromised. It's, it's low when you're pregnant and uh that was the best I've done on any winter I was terrified I was going to be sick when Oliver was born and I wouldn't be able to give him a kiss and I wouldn't be able to snuggle him or whatever and uh, which I now know you know snuggling them is good but uh anyway you know I um I didn't get sick like it was the best health I've been in and so Again, I'm just like, I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if I'll continue getting the flu shot myself. Maybe I will um, since I do struggle with getting sick and it did work out for me. Um, But I definitely will have him get it until he's old enough to really fight off illnesses with that. It's just so painful when they're little and you have to really watch what you can give them. Um, So at least in those years, I will have him get the flu shot too. Because like I said, for me, that was like 
I can't tell you how excited I was to not have gotten sick. Yeah. It just, it's, I just have, I have a lot of people on my Facebook feed who are anti-vax and it takes every ounce of me not to say something because I don't want to start an argument because I'm not really a confrontational person, but I just, I just need to know why. So if you have any anti-vaxxers listening, just why? Like, why? Yeah. Like, there's just so, like, we are so advanced right now. We're more advanced than we've ever been. I just don't understand why you think that we are so far behind and that it's bad. Like, I understand not getting, like, oh, but it's the ingredients and blah, 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 blah. But then don't eat half the stuff you eat. Like, then you just eat stuff that comes from your garden and you know what you put into it. And even then, that's not even safe because of the, the mulch or the manure or the whatever you use to fertilize it. Like, everything that we do nowadays, like, you're building your immune system. Like, everything you do, you are building your immune system. You're building everything. So it's like, I just. Mm. <sighs> yeah, it, like one thing that that's always been big for me is like, I think about something that's, you know, really scary right now that you, you're really afraid to catch or, you know, that could ruin your life. And I think about one thing that comes to mind for me is like AIDS. And I think like, I hope to God there's no situation where my son would ever catch that. However, even still, if there were um, something I could give him right now to where I know he would never get it, even if I, it were to contain some in- toxic ingredients or whatever, you know, obviously it's not going to kill him. It's not going to harm him immediately. I would give him that. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? But even like nowadays, again, back to the whole we're so advanced – Back in the day, if you had AIDS, you were dying. You were going to die. Exactly. And, like, now you can live a normal life. You can live a healthy life. Like, there's medication out there to help you live with it. Like, I just – I don't understand. Like, the only disease that we literally have nothing to do, like, is cancer. Like, we have nothing right now. We have no cure for that. And if there was a vaccine, you would take it. STDs. STDs. They were back when we went to school, they were STDs, sexually transmitted disease. You had them for life. And now they're infections because we're advanced and we now have medicine to cure you of them. So it's like, I just don't understand. (laughs) I'm just so confused. I don't, when I see people who, are really like anti-vax and like really just like against everything Mm because some people you know are just against everything and I really just want to hug those people and say look everything in life is not bad and I do think that we have a lot of corrupt bad people running our country and the government uh just in the wealth uh what's it called you know the people who control all the wealth you know like all of those and maybe even these secret societies that we like halfway joke about like yeah there probably are a lot of really bad people who are controlling a lot of things, but not everything in the world is bad. And I think that's very clear to see. And I think that when it comes to vaccines, you know, we just need to kind of like trust. And um, that's one area that I am going to let the medical professionals tell me. Yes. Like without using names, mm-hmm. um, I, I, after Tim was born and we were close to the year, his year, birthday, um, you go from breastfeeding or formula. That's a whole other episode. Um, in my case, we did breastfeeding, then formula, and then whole milk because that's what our doctor told us to do. And without naming names, I had someone who said, well, you should really look into doing almond milk. And I was like, well, you know, they tell you not to have – to give peanuts or any kind of nut to your child before they hit one. So I'm going to stick with the whole milk 
until we cross that bridge. Well, who told you that? And I said, well, Tim's doctor told us that whole milk is what you do after you go off a formula. And they said, well, what do they know? And I'm like, well, clearly they know a lot because they went to school for at least eight years to get that doctorate. So I'm going to listen to them instead of you who went to college for a different type of degree. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I'm sorry, but no, like. I've never given my son any kind of nut at this moment. So why would I start with almond milk? Something that comes directly from a nut. (laughs) It's just like, no, you're crazy. Like, what if he has not Like, and I, Tim had already had his accident at this point. So it was like, I do not. The last thing I want is for my child to end up back in the hospital with some kind of serious allergic reaction. So no. And actually, I will admit, Tim didn't have nuts for a very long time because I was, I don't have the allergy. My husband doesn't have the allergy, but it really worried me. And I think it was because with Tim having such a serious accident, I now take everything, like my child being sick a couple months ago, I literally took off work, left. I took Tim for, to the doctor, like first thing in the morning and the doctor was like, I think he just has a bug. Like it's, there's nothing wrong. Like he doesn't have a fever. He's just sick. It's okay. And I was like, I looked at her and I was like, okay, well that's good. But I was just like, I've never, I've never seen him sick. So I was like, this isn't normal. So it's just like, I don't know if he's has something serious or not. And I looked at her and I was like, I don't know if you remember me. And she goes, I remember you. (laughs) And I was like, good. So you know why I'm here. I take the worst possible scenario that can happen. And that's what my child has until I'm told otherwise, because I've had the worst thing possible happen to him. So now it's like, I always go to the extreme. So it's like with the nut allergy, I went to the extreme. My son had a nut allergy until someone told me otherwise. And actually when I found out, but he didn't have a nut allergy. It was totally by accident. I realized that I was giving him honey nut Cheerios and that has nut in them. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, like my, um, the woman I used to work for, she was like, can he have those? And I was like, yeah, he has those all the time. She goes, but there's nut in them. And I was like, what? There's not nut in Cheerios. She goes, but they're honey nut. And I was like, oh shit, that is in the name. That's it's right in the name. I was like, well, then he's been having nuts for a while. So he's good. <laughs> but it was just like, I was just, I take everything to the extreme. Like I much rather have a healthy, my healthy baby boy than anything. So till any, till he can make his own decisions, he's getting the shots. Just like, I think anti-vaxxing goes in the same hand as, are you going to pierce your child's ears or are you going to have your child circumcised? It's like, those are big decisions. And you know, you got to do what you got to do. So it's like, you're making your child's decision because you are their parent. You think you know what's best for them until they're able to take over that decision. So I'm going to keep making the decisions that I think is best for my child until he's able to tell me he doesn't want them. And even then I'm going to be like, he needs to give me good reasons as to why you don't want XYZ vaccine or whatever it may be when the time comes. Yes. Yes. And, um, I just, the vaccine thing is, is the one area where I really feel like that that's a hard line for me. Like, you know, everything else I feel like don't tell other moms what to do. Like even things that I feel like would be wrong for me to do with, you know, to my child, like, I will let you make that decision as a mom. We all have our own instincts, but with the vaccine, I thought is the line, like, cause you are risking uh, the elderly, you're risking newborns, you're risking kids with cancer. So I just, and then I also wanted to mention, um, cause we were talking about like the ingredients, people, how they get like kind of freaked out about like certain ingredients in the vaccine. 
Uh, it, it made me think of the, um, have you ever seen the dihydrogen monoxide memes? No, I don't think so. It's like, there's one that says dihydrogen monoxide is used to cut through steel. Think your insides are strong enough to contain it. <laughs> there's just a bunch of them and people will get, people will get like really into it. They don't realize that's water. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. So I was like, I'm... <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's water. As we but, will find out, I am not a science person. So. But that, and that's kind of the point, though, is like, you know, it come, it's the meme, like, shows all these different things. Like, these rusty pipes have dihydrogen monoxide, and you're drinking that. And the, the point is that, like, water, too, can destroy and yeah, de- de- it can. derode, erode, you know, whatever. Words. Uh, but it, yeah. but it's also essential to life, and so that's kind of my feelings on the vaccine. But it also can hurt you in a in a lot, like in a, a big amount. Yeah, you can drown. Drowning. Yeah. But it's like these these shots. They're the 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 right. These people have been working on them longer than we have probably even been talking about anti-vaxxing. Like. There's so many hoops that you have to go to before a vaccine can be introduced to the public. So it's like they've done so many tests, so many things. Like, just just trust them. Like, yeah. there's so many other things that are going on that you should be cautioned about and not trusting about that you guys do every day without even blinking an eye. This is the one thing that it's like, just trust them. Yeah. They clearly know what they're doing. And then, um, did you have anything else like on this top top topic? Why can't I stop mixing words? I don't. It's been a, it's a Monday. This Case subject. Of the um, probably not that I can think of off the top of my hand, my head, not hand. <laughs> the top of my hand. <laughs> We're both tired. Uh, it's been a day. Hello, mom life. Um, I probably remember something down the road, and then we'll have to like come back to this did you see my meme well it's not a meme it's a sign yes i posted that sign a while ago because i I thought you did i thought we could share that and it's a good one do you want to read it sure it says i'm sure you guys have seen this but it's like supposedly on a um pediatrician's wall and it says not vaccinating your kids leaves them vulnerable to disease their whole lives when your daughter gets rubella when pregnant, how are you going to explain that you chose to leave her at risk? What will you say when she calls you and tells you she has cervical cancer because you decided that she wouldn't need the HPV vaccine? What do you tell your son when he breaks the news to you that he cannot have kids thanks to the mumps that he got as a teenager? And what do you say when he gives you influenza to his or when he gives influenza to his grandma? How do you explain that she won't be coming home from the hospital? Not ever. Do you tell them that you didn't think these diseases were that serious, that you thought that your organic home-cooked food was enough to protect them? Do you say sorry? Perfect. Yeah. Because that, that is a really good infographic, if you will. Yeah. Because um, exactly, like, what do you say? Just, like, what do you say to the parent who – child got chicken pox and died because your child had chicken pox at daycare and wasn't vaccinated for it or what do you say to the parent who you know what I mean like there's so many things like just vaccinate your fucking kids people say it louder for the people in the back vaccinate (laughs) just do it Uh, just do it just please just do it so some (sighs) tweets Oh, wait, we have a message this week. So, guys, um, send us all types of um, messages. Fan mail, hate mail, funny tweets, but hopefully not the hate mail one. Um, But you know what? If you want to send us hate mail, we'll read it. Yeah, we will Um, read it. Maybe we'll answer. You probably probably don't want us to answer. Yeah, we'll probably be bitches. But I'll probably uh, answer. (laughs) (laughs) Send us any of your Sister loves hate mail. Yes. Uh, You can email them. At swearingmamas at gmail.com. You can tweet us at swearingmamas. You can Instagram us 
Sorry, mama. And you can also, or you can you like guys, us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook, and if you guys have the Anchor app or an Anchor account, you can actually send us an audio message, which we can input into the episode. So if you know if it's a good one, we might Someone do that. Do that so we can try it. Yeah. Okay, but um, but we have our very first listener message from Samantha, and um, this was in response to our Hot Mess Moms, our first, our very first episode, and it says, I see all these really pretty and organized moms in stores, and I can't help but stare. How? How can I be like that? I look homeless most days. One time I went to a diner with my son, and I know I was looking rough. Someone paid for my lunch. I think they thought I was a poor single mom. Oh my God, that's fantastic. I rock the man bun every single day or the mom bun, whatever you want to call it. It's the same thing. Um, Today was the first day I wore my hair down and I can't tell you how long. And the CEO of my company walked in and walked past my desk, was on the phone, told the person on the phone, hold on a second, tilted the phone away from their face and said, your hair, it looks so good today. Like, you look really good today. Not that you don't look good every day, but today you look really good. I was like, thanks. I mean, you made my morning, but it also kind of makes me think that I should start wearing my hair down. <laughs> well, I cut all my hair off. Yes, I love it's it. It's literally I shaved on the side. It. Thanks. I wish I had the courage to do that. Well, this uh, big clump of hair came out the other day. I mean, it was so big, I felt nauseous when I saw it. I thought it was going to throw up. And I was like, you know what? This is no way to live. And then I uh, I like to play with the hyperlapse on my phone, the video. I'll just hyperlapse everything just for fun. And so I was doing yoga, and I hyperlapsed it. And I was like, what a cute video because it was the my little mommy and me yoga. And then I get to this point where I flip my hair down, and you could see on the underneath part, which I have very curly hair on the bottom. And when I flipped it down, it was so ugly. It was like permanently like uh, knotted almost. I don't, it looked like I hadn't brushed it in a hundred years. I mean, I looked at it and I was like, the texture, the color, it was like graying. Everything about it was so ugly that I was like, why am I afraid to cut it off? Because it looks horrible long. So I went there and I was like, take it all off. And then That's this lady just started awesome. stripping. It was weird. She was taking her clothes off. I was like, no, I'm in my hair. <laughs> anyway, what's right. your tweets? So my tweet goes to along with what we're saying. Um, it is by at Mandy X Muffins. No, she was replying to Mandy X. I'm new to the Twitter game. I got off for a while. Um, it is Megan Lynn FTW. Sorry. Um, She's replying to someone. I didn't see the original, but she's replying and she says, it's fucking insane. Even if vaccines did cause autism, which they don't, making that argument basically says that you, that they would rather have a dead child than one with autism. Absolutely fucking insane. And I mentioned that earlier in the episode. It's absolutely crazy that you would much rather have a child no longer be with you then have a child with autism, even though they don't cause that. <laughs> right. So now that you're not, my, none of my other tweets go along with that. They're funny. Okay. The rest so of them was, are off. That. Okay, good. I was going to say, cause mine are like not in. on topic. No, uh. just had to throw that one in. I was like, Oh, this one's perfect. Uh, that is. Um, okay. Let's see. I have Trish M four, two, six says dating how was your day babe i want to hear every detail married why are you home so early (laughs) accurate (laughs) all right so my next tweet is from at dad bits oh dad um he says making dinner and i randomly sing these words girl you really got me going to my utter shock, my eight-year-old son sang in reply, you got me so I don't know what I'm doing. Mic drop. Hashtag parenting win. Elvis has left the building. Or more appropriately, the Knicks have. That's cute. I was like, oh, yes. Love that. That is really cute. 
Um, Tim sings Zombie by the Cranberries. It's fantastic. Oh, he does. I'll have the video. I love it. Every day in the car. It won't even be on. And he sings it. Aw. I can't wait until my kid can sing. He's great. He better be good, too. Or else he better not. He also sings other songs. But that's the only song he goes to that's not on. Like, he'll sing along with songs on the radio. Yeah. But Zombie. It's his jam. It's his jam. But if you ask him what his favorite song is, he'll say Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales. That's I don't weak. know. Come on. Yeah. All right. My last tweet is from Molly Seven Ann, and she said, three separate doctors have told me that I have a perfect cervix." The first time, I was like, "What a weird thing to say," but by the third time, I was just smugly looking down the stirrups, like, "Don't I know it?" <laughs> That's fantastic. I know I don't have a perfect cervix, by the way. I can I just tell you mine was like inside out during the pregnancy. Oh, that's fun. Did I ever tell you when I had to go to the hospital? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I like um I had to go for like you know when they they check you out like mid pregnancy. Uh huh. I don't remember why they were they check you out anyway, and so as soon as I stood up, just blood poured out and I um started to pass out I started to pass out I had no pants on and I like go and pull the pull the door open from the (laughs) doctor's office room and just start knocking on the wall because I couldn't speak because I was passing out and then this man the only man working ran over and grabbed me and they you know whatever they got me to the hospital and, and and the moral of the story was just that, like, the soft, sensitive tissue of your cervix is supposed to be, like, up on the inside, not where you can touch it. But for me, it was on the other way. So, like, she just touched it and kind of, like, punctured some tissue and it bled. And it happens to plenty of women. But um, when I went back, the nurse was like, how are you doing? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And she was like, you know, that man already doesn't like working around a bunch of women. <laughs> that's fantastic he's like he's already uncomfortable with you know all these women issues and and, and then you, you and then you came along on the floor with no pants on <laughs> you have one more tweet <laughs> i do uh my last tweet is from at sarah underscore m underscore malone she said I'd say we're winning at parenting when I ask Hubs, who are you going to call? And the kids respond with, Ghostbusters! <laughs> I'd be yes. even more impressed if after they said Ghostbusters, or if my husband replied with Ghostbusters, and my child said, no, Lois, your home insurance, what you just said was stupid. <laughs> family guy quote. Family guy quote. Come on. Favorite Love quote it. of the day. Love it. Um, so, yeah, that's all we have for today. Uh, hmm, what are we going to talk about next week? Are we maybe the breastfeeding episode? Is that? Yeah, we can do that. I think, I think that's what we decided. I don't know. Let's not make promises we can't keep. Well, I don't think we're going <laughs> to. That one we can keep. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll be back next week to talk about some titties. Hey. Hey. Bye. Bye. Bye.